Hello, everyone. Hello, and welcome to uh, to episode four. Uh, I, episode four. We really gotta get this down. Yeah. Episode four <laughs> of of the the Boot and Hearth podcast. Um, my name is uh, Grayson Nelson. Um, I am joined, as always, by by the one and only Ted Shear. What's up, guys? And uh, this week we have the judicious, uh, the sheriff of <laughs> Newcastle, uh, Peter Sheriff, joining us. How are you, Pete? Yeah, I'm great. Happy to be here. Ready yeah. to talk some Premier League. That's what we yeah, we're do. just going to, um, this is exclusively a very political pod about uh, the Newcastle takeover. So look forward <laughs> to a very lighthearted great. hour. Uh, Can't wait. <laughs> Um, but uh, for those tuning in for the first time, the the pod is very simple. It's it's meant to be uh, a s- scenario where it's a safe space to talk shit about every team in the Premier League, our teams included. Um, we don't have any experience whatsoever. We're just going to talk about the takes over the weekend and and have fun while we're at it. So uh, so enjoy, uh, crack a drink if you got one, or if you're just listening along. Um, and here's Cheers. a toast. Cheers toast to. Uh, Matea Kovacic proving uh, that all of us are way more out of shape than we should be. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> uh, a good way to keep okay. it Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So um, so before we get into it, um, uh, Pete, you're uh, your first guest. Um, your award is coming in the mail. Um, yep. It's got a nice bowler right. on top of it. Uh, <laughs> it didn't have any more soccer people, so I figured it was the closest thing. Uh, <laughs> And so, I real quick before we get into it, I I I wanted to uh, wanted to ask you, uh, you know, when you're an American fan, uh, your fandom kind of comes about in quirky different ways. And I was curious how how did you end up being a Newcastle? I should say that you're a Newcastle fan. How did you yeah. become a Newcastle fan? Of all the yeah, great no, teams you could have picked, you picked you picked you know Newcastle instead of say like you know. Tottenham or, or Liverpool. Well, it's the same <laughs> thing if you pick Tottenham. So yeah, there's not that much difference. But go on. Yeah, no, I knew I knew that I didn't want to support one of the top six. Um, I've I've always wanted to root for the underdog or or an underdog. So uh, I was uh, I was up in Maine and uh, I was looking I was I was looking at a map of Maine and and picking out trying to pick out the closest town that shared the name of a Premier League club. Uh, thankfully, you know, thankfully there was no Aston Villa, Maine near me. So uh, the closest town, the closest town was Newcastle. And uh, so I started there and uh, this was about 20, must've been 2010, 2011. Uh, first thing I found out about the club was they were called the Magpies and I was sold. So uh <laughs> Uh, Which I, but, still, I still don't even know. This is a complete side note, but what is a magpie? I genuinely it's a bird. Have no... It's a bird. I don't know okay. what, hey, bird, it, what it has to do with the club, but uh, we is have it like we a zebra have bird. Does it have horses? like zebra no? It has spread. nothing to do with uh, the colors, the crest, nothing. So go go figure. Right. But uh, I fell I fell in love with that team in 2011. They had uh, Jonas Gutierrez, Colacini in the back, Ben Arfa. Uh, oh and uh, Papisi say and Demba Ba up top, uh, the, the 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 dynamic duo. So I just I just that's a that's a that is a throwback of a name. Hull oh, legend yeah. Hatem oh, Ben. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. So 
that's that's really awesome and and so getting in right at 2011 2012 you know it's been nothing but success and and joy <laughs> in the last decade of fandom so oh, I, I can see why you signed up there how, how was it you know did you was it i it, was it was it easy following the team as it went through all of the trials and tribulations um at looking at you rafa benitez <laughs> yeah, Rafa, there, there are a couple of rough years. I remember I, I came in when Alan Pardew was the manager, and we went down, I think, uh, three <clears throat> years after that. And mm-hmm. and we've gone through the uh, the revolving door of managers, but uh, it was it was tough following them in the uh, in the championship. The only thing that uh, brought me hope was that Sunderland is now down in what League One or League Two. So as long as we were doing better than them, <laughs> you know, I could I could put my full support behind the team that's what that's what really counted yeah, i didn't pretty, even think about that that's a pretty low bar when when mike ashley was the uh, the owner that's that's the really only thing that gave me hope was that sunderland was doing worse than us yeah so one of my favorite things was uh was was watching pete premier league mornings uh during the steve bruce era uh, <laughs> that was that was peak entertainment, I think. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Steve Bruce, the way he managed that team was oh, it's just awful. <laughs> it's hard to watch. Very think, very hard. So he was just manager of West Brom, um, and just got sacked. Um, and Good. his I'm, recruitment I'm strategy, his recruitment strategy was apparently he brought on one guy because he was his neighbor. Uh, and he knew him. The other guy was a recommendation from like his son-in-law, and then the third guy—I forget what the story. Because honestly, I blacked out at that point. So I was like, "There's no possible way." Like, this is a championship-level team. This is West Brom. West Brom should probably be competing for playoff positions in the championship. Yeah. And your recruitment strategies, yeah, yeah, I see him. I see him down at the pub, dude. He mows a mean cool. lawn. He mowed my lawn last week. Get him on the team. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing the guy was like a, a, a football. Yeah, player. I know, right? <laughs> it was Jackie from knitting. Yeah. Well, I just remember the the year before he got sacked, he was bringing on John Joe from the bench or something. And he was giving him instructions, and there was a hot mic that caught him saying, "Like, I don't, I don't know. Just, just go out there. I, I don't know what's going on." And, and after that, it was I couldn't. I mean, before that, it was brutal, but but hearing that, it it explained a lot. On the devil's advocate of this, John Joe Selby is someone that you throw out there just to cause chaos. Dang, I don't know to John Joe Selby. Just be seeing his tactical brilliance. Just go do what you do, you know? (laughs) Yeah, just be you. Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, Make sure you put uh, sunscreen on that beautiful, bald head. Okay, um, we went through... um, we went through your fandom, uh, picked through it. Uh, I am looking forward to Newcastle finishing above Tottenham and not above Liverpool. It's a nice, sweet spot. I don't right think you there. can do one without the other. <laughs> oh, I disagree. I don't think Liverpool's cracking the top four. They're going to be lucky to make the top six. Well, I don't oh, know what's no. going on. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I wasn't going to say it until somebody else. Good. <laughs> listen, yeah. listen, listen. Okay, it's, it's the the what the thing is. It's very competitive right now. We beat Liverpool, beat Man City. They proved that they can do it. 
let's ignore the result from this weekend. Uh, but it's everyone's going to be taking points off each other. It's not like there's four dominant teams at the top where it's like, or I guess five, and then Liverpool's down here, and it's like, all right, there, there's these top four. They're running away with it. So I would I'm, say there's. I'm running six, through my notes, man, and I I can't quite remember. I I must have forgotten to write it down. Who did they lose to this weekend? Uh, <laughs> well, Nottingham Forest, Ted. That's who you're trying to. Think oh of. my god! I couldn't even uh, find him on the table. <laughs> yeah, little what do you guys realize it was actually it was actually European Cup winning Nottingham Forest that they brought out in like hologram form <laughs> to play the game. And they were playing with a hologram ball oh. that Joe Gomez and Fabinho couldn't kick. That's crazy. So that's why they look so bad. And why we lost. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, like, I think Liverpool Liverpool just doesn't have enough depth on their squad. I mean, if you're bringing in Harvey Elliott, if you're starting Harvey Elliott during mid-week matches. Are you going to look me? Are you going to look me in the I think Tottenham, if we're we're discussing Liverpool and Tottenham right now, Tottenham's got more depth. It's just bad. Liverpool, Liverpool, it's depth just bad. They've got depth at the same level, man. Like, it's not like it's. Consistency is key, man. (laughs) Have this guy go take a lap. This is (laughs) not. I'm rattled. I'm rattled. Hot takes. Hot takes. Yeah, yeah. If you if you wouldn't want Harvey Harvey Elliott, then uh, then you need to reevaluate yourself. Come on, the kid's 19. He's incredible. Oh my god, the injuries have been there. All right, all right. You've got me riled up. You've got me riled up. Check. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna dive into this agenda before I start breaking out in hives. Um, um, all right. Uh, so to kick us off, um, first thing that I think we're gonna talk about is uh, Bournemouth's dream season is over. The invincible bid minus the first three games is is gone. Uh, the pour one out for pour one out for Gary O'Neill. Uh, he must be in shambles. No, they. West Ham beat uh, Bournemouth two nothing, and West Ham have been looking pretty good. Um, they they are on they are on a pretty solid run. Let's see, they've got five wins in their last eight, five wins their last seven, five wins in the last seven, three um, straight home victories, three straight home victories. Um, yeah, they're they're sitting in they're sitting in tenth right now. Significantly yeah, they're sitting improved. In <laughs> but their form has been pretty solid recently. I don't know how how we feel. Do do we think West Ham competed pretty well in the Europa League last year? Um, I don't know if they have European football right now. But do we see do we see potential for them ending up back in these Europa League positions? Basically, contender or pretender. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like. Th- was it a one? Are they a one season wonder? If we're gonna throw out the cliches, or or, or do they have the do they have the form to keep up there? So, um, I mean, speaking specifically, I mean, I'm gonna cite another buddy of Pete and I's. I mean, we have a very uh, staunch West Ham fan in our in our in our in our circle, and uh, I will say, you know, <clears throat> I think it was two probably two three weeks ago. He was he was uh, dice out, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. If I if I if I remember it correctly, he was very call. He was calling for Dice's head. So I don't know if his mood has improved on this, but I think it's very important to also keep in mind. Oh, I'd have to believe it has. Hundred percent. Maybe, but let's also keep in mind this is Bournemouth. We're talking about Bournemouth here. 
That's true. But like you said, they're, I mean, they're in form right now. I think that they finally integrated Skamaka into the team. He's looking good. He's looking physical. I think there's potential there. I mean, they finished sixth last year, I think, and they really didn't lose anybody. They still got Declan Rice. I mean, they lost Mark Noble. So I, I'd say on aggregate, they're, they're a lot better than they were last year, if anything. I must spit uh, out my drink. The same thing when Liverpool lose James Milner. I mean, like, <laughs> Mark Noble. Mark Noble was a great locker room presence towards the end of his career. The intangibles. Or, <laughs> that's right. Um, but no, I think. I mean, I think David Moyes. It just it just took a little time to get the the team consolidated, and and I think they're I think they're six seven top top six bounds if they if they continue this streak i mean it's not guaranteed of course i think they got a good chance though yeah so i i i think you uh have a good shout with uh with skamaka getting integrated to the team michael antoni had a really good season he's had a really good past two seasons but he's he's getting older um um and they needed they needed someone to replace him when the time when the time came and and skamaka has played really well. He had that insane link-up play that we talked about previously with Paqueta um, and him where yeah. he just had that really long-range chip. He plays really well. Um, I think Antonio... a good squad. Sorry, sorry. Uh, but I think, I think Antonio off the bench just really compliments that too. Like, I mean, that is, yeah, that is a weapon. Fresh legs. Yeah. No, I, Antonio still contributes a ton to the game. It's just... it's it's. I, I was just stating that they... There was a need that squad wasn't going to win. They needed to continue to improve it, and Skamaka was a good addition. Maybe it took a bit longer to get ramped up than they would have liked, but him plus Paqueta have have contributed. I also, I don't know if they're saying they're back is necessarily <laughs> accurate. I'm looking at I'm looking at their how their season's been. They've had. Um, six losses, six losses, and the losses have been to Manchester City, um, Nottingham Forest, Brighton, Chelsea, Everton, and Liverpool. Now, Everton and Nottingham Forest, those two are not good losses. But other than that, I mean, I think they've 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 won the games that they needed to. Um, you know, beating Aston Villa. Tying Tottenham, drawing Tottenham. That was a frustrating game. Um, beating Fulham um, and beating Wolves. Yeah, so, and beating Bournemouth. So, I mean, they're still, I guess, finding their feet, but um, I think people were maybe counting them out. Maybe maybe your West Ham friend uh, would, would disagree with my take um, on their season, but. We'll get them on here. Well, we can give you a I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at their schedule, and then the Nottingham Forest loss is bad. Well, now it doesn't look as bad now that Nottingham Forest has beaten Liverpool. Um, <laughs> but the tie at Southampton. I mean, you, you're expecting them to win with a top six finish. The talent they have. I think you expect them to beat most mid mid uh, table clubs, mm-hmm. and and they hadn't been doing that. And uh, and I think they're they're healthy. I mean, they got. I love Fornells. Ben Rama's been in good form. I mm-hmm. think I think there's something there. I think they can go a long way. So Pete says. Season. Pete says contender. Grayson, yeah. you're going. I I no. I think I. It's so. I think there's a lot of team. I think they're a contender. I think they're a contender for slots. Um, I think they'll be disappointed in their season if they don't end up with with European football. 
Um, now, whether they actually do end up with that or not, I'm not committing to that one, but I think they should be fighting for it, um, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think we'll, we'll see how their season continues. Um, there's something about beanpole strikers that are just incredible. Peter Crouch is a, is a fan favorite to, to everyone. Um, it's good to see another another tall, lanky striker tearing it up in the league. Uh, I wish Skamaka all the best. Better than Holland, at least. <laughs> um, moving on to uh, our next uh, agenda item. Uh, we, we've got some unfinished business uh, popping up back in, in the league. Uh, in his quest to complete all of the villas, um, we have Unai Emery uh, coming... <laughs> to Aston Villa fairly quickly too fairly quick business Wolves take notes um for real they got that done very quickly Unai Emery to Villa um Ted uh how how are you feeling about this uh this appointment I think it's a obviously a huge huge upgrade I mean to 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 make the move to Emery from uh, yeah, but was Emery half the player that Steven Gerrard was? Sorry, that's <laughs> well, I mean, you only, know, only Liverpool over you know, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm not even <laughs> touching on that. But purely in a man, from a managerial standpoint, in my opinion, yeah. this is a, this is a large upgrade. This is this is something else. I wish them the best with this. It'll be very interesting to watch going forward. Um, I think the question is, how long till we see Emery's villa? That's the real question. How long do they have before? They, he really begins to settle in, and it's still his tactics, his his ideology, and his you know his formation going forward. That's my main thing. I I think it's a good move. I think it's it was surprising, honestly. I was very surprised to see him go to Villa. There's something to be said about the fact that that like this guy was made it to the semifinals of the Champions League last year. He won the Europa League with Villarreal. Now, he didn't get the support he needed in the summer, from what I've read. Um, and it was, a, it was a tough situation that he was in. But still, I mean, the, the thought of someone who is, has been in continental football for a while, or for a couple of seasons now, completely revolutionized that team going to... Where are they, where are they in the table? I mean, like, going to... 15th place Aston Villa who have not really done anything of note in the last 20 years. <laughs> um, that's kind of insane. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Pete, what do you think? You know, I'm going to have to disagree with you guys here. I, I, I think, you know, I agree that he's an upgrade from, from Stevie G. Uh, no offense to the Liverpool legend, but um, I just don't think he was ready to manage that big of a club. Uh, yeah. Is this, look, is this just I, coming from... Unai's got a bad track record in the Premier League. Let's not forget how he crashed and burned out of Arsenal, okay? he's Yes, he's had success in Spain. Now, he turned down the Newcastle job last summer. And I think I think I gotta, I'm a little, a little salty about that still. Um, he couldn't swallow his morals. <laughs> regardless, I mean, yes, Aston Villa has a good squad. Yes, they've made good additions in, in this past offseason. DBG wasn't doing it for him, but is Unai Emery the answer? I just don't think so. I don't think that he's, you know, his strategic, his, his tactics are good enough for the Prem right now. There's just too many talented managers. And, and look, I just, I don't think he's going to cut it. This is 
the the salt mine that 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 Pete Sheriff is rocking right now is just absolutely incredible. His background, actually, while he was talking, just filled up with salt piles behind him. Uh, Flames. Yeah, I just his arsenal. Just he he crashed and burned out of Arsenal. I think people have a short memory; they're gonna forget that. I mean, he had a better squad at Arsenal back then than he does at Aston Villa now. What 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 are they expecting him to do with it? He has no experience in the championship. Uh, he's he's got. So limited experience in, in Premier League football, I, I just don't think. You know, we've seen Graham Potter at Chelsea. They thought it was an upgrade. He hasn't really solved their problems yet. I mean, yes, that still still early days for him. But but at the same time, bringing in this manager, I I just don't I just don't think it's going to work. You should have brought in Sam see... Allardyce with the with the Premier League <laughs> experience. Big Sam, long ball football. I don't know. I, I mean, this man Unai Emery has has. I Champions League experience. He beat Bayern Munich with a team sure, that sure. was as good, but, but it's is not. Aston Villa, not as good. Is that last time I checked? Aston Villa wasn't playing European. That's an football. excellent point. <laughs> That's an excellent point. He, he's, he can be brought in. There's something to be said about the underdog aspect of of going up against these titans in the respective league that you're in and performing at that level. I mean, he's going into you know La Liga, and, and he's pulling performances out of this team in a in a league that's it's granted Barca Barcelona are still finishing second, but they are Barcelona. I mean, we we can maybe cover that later. Yeah, what we can. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I don't know. I I I think this this has potential. And and granted, I I thought CVG was a good appointment. I think Jesse Marsh is still a good appointment. So I'm 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 doing real hot on the managers, and I'm I'm, I'm soft. On, so. uh, but I don't know. I th- I think I think Unai Emery. I think he needs to be in an underdog scenario. I I I, I think um, I think he'll uh, he'll draw some stuff out of this team. I think Stevie G's backfall or, or his downfall was he he didn't understand tactics at all, and and. Um, had to rely on someone else to do it, and the guy who was doing it for him last season was, or last season is now tearing it up in the championship. Um, but the guy who's replaced him wasn't doing that hot in the championship. Uh, and Neil Critchley, so it'll be interesting um, to say I, the very least. What it'll be interesting to watch to say the very least. Yeah, but I think it says a lot about their intentions. Um, and yeah, uh, that's we'll that's see. fair. I think. I think from that perspective, um, you know, it's a good. They, obviously, Unai Emery's got clout. He's been at he's been at Arsenal. He's been at PSG before. He's won uh, Europa League, like you said. Um, so, if you're saying the club is going in the right direction from that perspective, it's a good signing. Will it help? You know that that midweek performance with Stevie G. Stevie G's last game. I mean, it, let's be honest, it was an embarrassment to to ask Villa. Bad. They played terribly. That that game last week though um, was it against Brentford I think um, yeah I mean they looked like a different team and uh, I'm just questioning whether or not Unai Emery is going to make that big of a difference because I mean the talent is there you have Coutinho coming off the bench Leon Bailey Danny Ings will Unai Emery make a difference Will Danny Ings stay healthy Does Coutinho uh, being made of glass have any impact? Uh, we we will see. That dude's a uh, it's interesting though. I I look forward to throwing that take back in your face uh, <laughs> later on, Pete. Uh, I'm 
I'm definitely I I'm definitely feeling high on Unai Emery, but I I I, I think it's a sign in the right direction. But I I I do see where you're coming from. I think people might be getting a bit ahead of themselves on on his uh, his ability to succeed. I don't think you should put as much weight as you do on his failure at Arsenal. I mean, it's a dumpster fire of an organization. Anybody could fail there. Yeah, 100%. Uh, you just need some, you know, like get puppet of uh, Pep to, to get in there. It doesn't have any real ideas. Um, uh, okay. Um, now to the to the meat and taters um, uh, of the pod. I uh, we had uh, we had quite the quite the matchup over the weekend. Indeed, uh, indeed. At uh, at the Googleplex, um, we had we had Newcastle Tottenham, and I'm I'm blanking on the scoreline. What was? Yeah, what was the, that's fine. You don't have to talk about it. You know, I seem to recall we us walking away from uh, the London ground with three points. Uh, yeah. That's and, that one affair. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. <laughs> So we can get into Newcastle as a whole and how they've done in a bit, but I first I want to make sure we cover the cover the cover the right things here, and I want to talk about the uh, the first goal of the day, and and we had a, a beautiful Callum Wilson uh, placed shot uh, from from quite. Uh, Quite an interesting decision by uh, by an experienced keeper in Hugo Lloris. Now we're uh, we're gonna run this. Uh, we're gonna play a clean ball game here, uh, yeah. ladies. Um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take turns and we're gonna, and we're gonna play nice. Um, Ted, uh, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? Was it a was it a foul? It was a foul. All right, it was a foul. That goal should have been disallowed. That shouldn't. That should have been off the board. That should have even been on the board. Okay, come on, come on. What are we talking about here? Why was it a foul? Why was it a foul? I mean, all right. So let me let me temper that. That was just for the pod. But 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 more reasonably, more reasonably. All right. If you look at it, if you look at it objectively, it's clearly not a foul. Right? It was very up in the air. Let me be honest. So the the, the original contact, I really didn't have an issue with. I was like, okay. And Larice definitely played it up, and he fell backwards and was, you know, playing it up. But I do want to point out there was a bit of an arm that that was talked about. It yeah, and yeah. There was an okay, arm so I I think it really could have gone either way. I do I think it was a hundred percent a foul gets called every time. No, I don't. I don't. Do I think we have a game that's maybe being called a little closer to the vest, a little stricter? I think maybe that goal is disallowed. And that's my take on it. I personally wanted to see it off the board, obviously. That's just my bias coming out there. But I really do think it could have gone either way. <clears throat> it's just unfortunate it went your way. Pete, what do you think? Well, well look, I'll concede that uh, if you slow it down from a certain angle, right, you see Colin Wilson's arm impeding Larice. So I'll give you that. Now, is that enough for a foul? In this case, you know, obviously not. I don't think Larice had control of the ball at all. Their momentum's just running into each other. Premier League's the most physical league in the world. I mean, you got to expect this. And and the fact that, you know, Larice is out of his box, he's out of control, you know, I 
he didn't he just didn't have control of the ball and that's what it comes down to. I mean if you look at it real time, they're coming together. I mean Colin Wilson could have could have fallen back himself, just like Larice. If Larice <laughs> hadn't have fallen, you know, this wouldn't be an issue. It wouldn't have been a foul. If Larice doesn't try to sell it, maybe he gets up and it's no goal, right? But because because he's fallen down, trying to draw the foul, he doesn't get it from the ref. And uh, I think it was the correct decision. Now, now again, you know, there's an arm. There's an arm in there. So I'll give you that. But it's not. It's just not enough. It's not enough. I was. Are your, are your law professors uh, watching <laughs> or listening to this pod? Uh, <laughs> not that I know. At least some extra credit on this one. I will get <laughs> I gotta say, uh, I was more mad in the moment that that Larice sold it as much as he did. Honestly, I, I saw him I, fall back, and I was like, "What are you doing? Get the fuck I up!" I did. I didn't notice that in the moment, but I'm watching it back right now. And you're right, because Callum Wilson slows, like Callum Wilson slows down yeah. going into it. It's not like he's running full speed in, looking to make contact. He does slow down a bit, and her, they make contact, and then it's like a delayed ah. fall back. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I think, you know, Colin it's Wilson... A, it's a life alert commercial right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's an experienced striker. I mean, he knows what he's doing. And, and at the end of the day, he gets away with it. But I think <laughs> I think it's the right call. Yeah, I think <clears throat> it's one of those tough things. It's one of those really close things. I think there was a situation, I want to say, with Melier last season and someone else, where in Raul Jimenez, I think, where... where they were both going for a ball outside of the box, and Jimenez or, or and Melier beats him there by like a fraction of a second. Um, it makes contact with the ball, but they both were going full speed at it. Jimenez gets the card from that, gets gets a yellow card from that. But they were asking like like, what's Melier doing? Because he was full on speed through the thing. And it was like if if Melier was a fraction of a second later to that. He's getting a red card there, almost definitely. And so it's just, it's one of those very tight plays that, that uh, could have gone either way. But I think, I think we've come to the determination that Larice bit of a mare there. Um, also, Eric Dyer didn't help him out by going back to the line. But. Yeah, no, I was not happy with Dyer either. <clears throat> I, was, Dyer I wasn't happy with Dyer today. <laughs> Dyer did not well, have his afternoon nap for sure. Yeah, you know, I think I think we also we can't ignore that uh, the second goal only came from a Larice error as well. I think that's what uh, is really putting this under the microscope is that you, I mean Tottenham lost because of Larice in this match. It's not a it's not a rare discussion anymore. Like we we constantly are going back. Like even even we got I mean the Man United game. Larice had a great game. Probably one of the better games I've seen out of him in a while. Um, fantastic saves all over the place, and we we still lost. But like, um, more and more lately, it's just been like you know he's making these errors, and even even today, like you know there were there were errors he shouldn't have been making, and it just it was it was rough. It was rough. I don't know what we're gonna do because right now our backup is is Forrester, Fraser Forrester, uh, and and he's all right, but he's not he's not on the same level as Hugo. He's inconsistent. Yeah, he's streaky. Um, so, all, so also, you... I, I will say that, that the, the goal came from a Larice error on the second one, but Miggy Almiron did everything on that. Okay, I mean, yeah. like, I got nothing to say. On there that. are a few people 
that in that league that would have been able to pull off one the run to the near post that he was able to pull off there. I mean the speed that he showed. But again, so, yes, it ended up in a goal. Again, Larissa's distribution if it's just a little bit better, Almiron doesn't get that ball. Like I mean, I'm sorry, he doesn't. He doesn't. Sessegnon yeah. settles it, and and we continue play on. But but it's just it's become a constant theme where we and we love to build from the back. We love to play out the back, and we give the ball to Larissa, and he. Gives it right back to the opposition. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm kind of sick of it, and I don't want to go. I didn't mean to go on a rant on, on, on Larice like this right now, but, but I kind of am. No, he deserves it. Sure, Pete, you were going to say. What's the solution, Ted? No, I was just going to ask if, uh, if Tottenham, you want Tottenham to look at replacing him in the January transfer window or bring in Forster. What's the, what's the solution? Well, we're going to get to it. We're going to get, we're going to get to it a little later, but I'm a huge Dean Henderson fan. (laughs) Uh, Larice is, is such a young aspiring talent that, that they really have, have got plenty of time and to, to build and nurture this, this 38 year old into something great. By the time that he's 54, he will be be Alice man. He'll know how to kick the ball around the back. Oh yeah. my god! Him and his grandkids will be out there at the end of the game. Just for sure. Stop it! Get out of here! Uh, no, I, I, I think, I think, Larissa's distribution was, uh, was struggled this game for sure. But this is the second game that this has happened, and I want to give a ton of credit to Newcastle. Their pressing was absolutely perfect. I mean, the pressing that came out of Newcastle in this game was great they smothered one bruno is a star wingbacks in the in the midfielders from from doing anything with the ball but also letting the um center backs play with the ball and they're like you could have it but then once you distribute it out we're on you like what rice Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. no i think bruno has been just such an impactful signing for us i mean he's up and down the field constantly he's everywhere you know the the real i think the real key to the press is is Joe Ellenson because he can play so high up the pitch as a midfielder. I mean, he he was a striker when we he was our record striker signing two years ago, I think now. And uh, having him being able to press out of the midfield has just worked wonders for Eddie Howe. And he's, I mean, to his credit, Eddie Howe has used Joe Ellenson so well in that role of pressing. Uh, I mean, it's it's amazing he, to watch. Is he the one who moved Joel Linton to the midfield? Well, Bruce Bruce was the first one to do it, and of course, Bruce's problem is he never pressed the ball. It, it was nine yeah. back behind the ball, and nobody's doing anything. And now, now Eddie Howe's got the same. I mean, he's uh, he's got the same players, but he's just turned the the tactics around. Yeah, no, I, I Joel Linton. That's one of my favorite things in the history of time. I mean, like like Joel Linton paying forty million for a striker, having it go literally the worst possible way in the fact that he could not score if his life depended on it and then throwing him into the midfield and right. just watching him be what an insanely dominant force in the middle of the park was is incredible um, right i remember i remember when he first came on the team we were playing him up top and he and he wasn't scoring any goals but he was working hard and that's his, that's yeah. that's that was the only positive of his game and so i think transitioning him into the midfield was was the best thing for us best thing for him i mean it's obviously worked out so i don't want to yeah. i don't want to be a party pooper but i was you know on the toilet prior to this pod and i was reading through some headlines and a recent one i did see was that uh there's there's links between him and him uh not not uh 
Joe, but but uh, Bruno, there's links between him and Liverpool at the moment. No, I I don't know about that. May I mean we we are oh, I mean we're we're flexing our muscles here. I mean we're gonna sign, we're gonna pay him so much money that he'd have to be a fool to leave Tyneside. That I mean, man there's no question about loves it. Newcastle too. He loves the city yeah. and loves the fans and everything. He's he is in love with that area. I now Liverpool. I think it's more questionable on whether or not Liverpool is going to get Jude Bellingham, which I think is a lot of a lot what a lot of people are are talking about. I don't know if we're willing to pay what he ends up costing, um, but I don't think Bruno Guimaraes leaves leaves Newcastle, especially with the upward trend that they're on. I don't know. Do Pete, we've seen very, very measured takes from you so far. So, um, do do you believe that uh, that Newcastle will end up in the top four? Yeah, wow. definitely. I wow. I think uh, I think that uh, it's it's inevitable. I think this season. <laughs> I mean, we don't have we don't have the stress of European football that a lot of the top six clubs have right now. So we don't have to worry about depth as much. Um, obviously, I mean, we're bringing off Jacob Murphy because St. Max is hurt. You're not winning. So you're not getting top four with Jacob Murphy. But because we're not playing European football, because we got the money, we're going to keep the players that we want, that Eddie Howe wants. I mean, we's, he's done a great job so far. I think, I think it's inevitable. Um, I was just looking... Um, at the transfer headlines, and apparently we're lining up a bid for Trossard in January. That's a good player. So I think if we're if we're bringing in quality players like that over January, I think I'm expecting one or two bigish signings. Trossard or better. I mean, where's Trossard going to play though? I mean, like like you already have Callum Wilson, Alexander Isak, one amazing business another beanpole yeah. striker that i love when when liverpool played newcastle and he had those two he had the one goal and then the disallowed goal the mm-hmm. finishing on that the composure was insane yeah. the man is going to score so many goals yeah. um but trussard won't play in the 10 because of Callum wilson and isaac unless both of them end up injured um he can play left wing back but you don't play with three at the back and so he can't get super far forward. Trossard, I don't know, man. I, I don't know where he ends up in your, your system. Well, I think, I mean, I think he, he'd end up coming off the bench. I think he'd just be subbing on for St. Max or, um, you know, we, we got Ryan Frazier still. I see them as kind of the same outside wing back that can also <laughs> go attack, True. putting crosses. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, we've, not that Ryan Frazier has is, is been good for us in any any regard. But, uh, don't uh, badmouth Ryan Frazier. I'm not going to badmouth. I'm not badmouth. I'm just saying he's not making any impact for us right yeah, now. I mean, he's yeah, come yeah. off the bench for seven, ten minutes here and there, and and he's he's done his job. You know, he's a professional. But but at the end of the day, I mean, if if you're bringing on Trussard in this squad, he's I I, I think that would job. be a great great signing for us. You brought yeah. up uh, you brought up Max. A little depth. You brought up Max twice. Um, I knew he was injured. What's the what's the deal with that? What's the status on that? Is he coming back anytime soon? Um, I think uh, last I heard it was um, sometime in early mid November. So hopefully well, before mean, the World Cup. But it's a hamstring. 
It's, I mean, it's always yeah, that's a tough. That's tough. So I, I, I just don't know. You're not the biggest. That, you're that, not the biggest fan, thing. right? Sorry. You know, you know, I no, I think he's one of the most talented footballers in the Premier League right now. There's no denying that. Um, he fits into the system now that we have Bruno playing long balls over the top. I will, I, I will say, I wasn't a fan with him where Bruce was playing him because. All, all Bruce was saying was get the ball and run at four defenders. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. you know, he, and, and it wasn't enough. But now we got compliments around him. I mean, he's a I think rich the man. Yeah. yeah, I was going I, I to make that parallel as well. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> what it is. Get, get him greased up in that baby <laughs> oil and he'll be, he'll be ready to go. Uh, and, of course, he's so fun to watch. I mean, you, you can't. He is. He is. 100%. You can't not love him. Yeah. No, one hundred percent. Well, I hope uh, I, I'm interested to see where where Newcastle uh, end up. I think maybe Europa League might end up being more likely this season, but we'll see. The fact that the fact that these new owners have come in and and they've not managed to completely blow the bank on like ridiculous name signings, like the fact that they didn't get Cristiano Ronaldo, and they almost definitely probably could have. Um, if they want to spend the money on it, the fact that they have as much net worth as they do and they're not spending it, it's annoying. Yeah, go and go and spend some money on like Jermaine Defoe. Mbappe to Newcastle next season, man. Mbappe <laughs> was, was one that was uh, put out last summer. And yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I don't need well, well, I hope I hope they start getting a bit more eccentric with the uh, with the signings. <laughs> this is reasonable shit is is getting old. <laughs> Way too um, smart. Okay. <laughs> um, now, if only we had had some eyeglasses to see into the future. We don't have those, but we do have a cap from the past um, from Dean Henderson. Um, Dean Henderson rocking. Rocking the 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 Nottingham Forest uh, ball cap and pulling out a clean sheet with it. I wanted to I wanted to pose a question because I think this is uh, this is an interesting idea. Um, you have Dean Henderson rocking the cap. I this isn't the first time he's done this, um, but it's not super common to see accessories in the game. And and I have to ask you guys what. What are some accessories that the game is desperately missing for for the like like what what do we need to see in the league? The fact that we have not seen a a Stoke goalie or like a, a, a Scottish keeper rocking a beanie cap in the middle of winter <laughs> is baffling. I mean, like it's not like you're moving around. You're cold as shit. I mean, you're standing in the net. You're sweeper keeper, sure you're getting around. But your ears are cold, man. Put on some muffs. Like, it's fine <laughs> if they're fuzzy. Fine, dude. But I want to ask you guys if there was one accessory that you think the league needs. We need. What are, what are we seeing? I want to see a keeper in a rain poncho on like a rainy yep. day. Oh, <laughs> I think that that would be elite. Um, it's almost like a cape, you know. <laughs> The dude is just standing there. I mean, like it's not like it's it's pouring. Exactly. It's like running around. No, yeah, get the guy a jacket. Get the guy a poncho. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's a good shout. Sure, sure. Uh, Pete, what about you? Oh man, I like the idea of the muffs. I think you get some <laughs> fluffy muffs. The bigger, yeah. the better. You know, you get it. It. it uh, 
makes it a little easier to save the ball going off your muff. I don't know. I can, sure. I yeah, it, it. it creates bigger. It's like goal. Yeah. It's like hockey goalies. You know, you create your surface area. You increase your surface area. Yeah. What do you think about? What do you think about like a lawn chair he's got on the side of the goal to sit there when they're upfield attacking, and then you know when he sees them counterattacking, he gets out of the chair. <laughs> <laughs> The fact that we haven't seen this is is uh, is baffling. Uh, I think the only the, the the last shout that I'll provide is like you clearly see these games where the sun is brutal against you and the managers can't see anything. Where are the sunglasses at, man? Where are like the sports goggles? Where where are the sunglasses for them? Where are the sports goggles for like the players that have like the chrome, the blue chrome tint and everything? Get them out there with the yeah, yeah. Dude, and, all I we're mean, saying, we've seen the sweeper keepers. It's time for the sleeper keepers, you know, the ones who are bring <laughs> out a blanket. Yeah, bring exactly. out a blanket, lay down a little bit. Exactly. Dude, it's like your poncho idea. You know? They've got they've got the blanket tied around their tied around their neck that way they can cover up like this but when they make a save you know you've got your paw patrol literally like a cape man yeah yeah literal superhero in the net i think i i think we're on to something here well uh i'll reach out to allison (laughs) it's got to happen at a big club you know we might have to start the grassroots movement here. We'll reach out to uh, Rob, Mac- Rob McElhenney and, and Ryan and, and see if we can start at the lower leagues and work our way up. Uh, but yeah, I think we're on to something here once we see uh, once we see sweatpants. Like, lacrosse goalies always wear, like, sweatpants yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, that's that's perfectly reasonable. And I would say lacrosse goalies probably do more movement than... than Absolutely. Um, might as well be comfortable so, back there, you know? Dude, where's the fleece yeah. jamma pants? I mean, Snuggy keeper? Give me that. Yeah, sn- <laughs> Got to have your snuggy man. All right, all right. We've uh, we delved into that. Dean Henderson, you're going to live in my nightmares for a while. Getting a clean sheet with a cap on. Um, the other quirky uh, quirky aspect of this past weekend was uh, was Kovacic doing a, doing a bit of streaking. Um, channeling his uh, inner old school Frank the Tank, um, and running across the field, and um, um, I heard of sh- asking for shirt, <laughs> but asking for shorts is a, is a next oh, level shit. concept here. Oh, Are we gonna see the signs, maybe of the 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 um, mothers who bring their kids to the game? You've got the kid with the shirt, the sign that says, "Can I have your?" Sh- shirt <laughs> and you got the mom with the you know you know <laughs> and it, writing on the chest can i have your shorts <laughs> so i don't know we'll see that does anyone know what happened here like why was this guy half naked running across the field can't say i i can't say i do i only read about it after the fact and and you know of course saw the photos because you know you know <laughs> but yeah, do we need to check your search history <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I had never seen anything like this before. I had not. I had not seen this at all. Uh, I read about it. And I was like, "Well, that's interesting." But you know, if if I mean, if you're if you're looking like this, why not? You know, I mean. Well, I mean, the Europeans—they got their nude beaches. Exactly. I mean, they're much more comfortable exactly. with it. You know, I, I I could really see this becoming a trend. 
You would never see this in the NFL. You will never see I, this in the NFL. Well, see the NFL, dude, their pants are so tight. You had them like, <laughs> on the ground trying to like rip them off. I mean, you have his buddies trying to like, like, all right, one leg at a time, one leg at a time. He's going to take out his thigh pads. Really, no, I mean, it, NFL, you're not seeing it. Just purely on a logistical basis. Um, but no, I'm watching I, the I, video right now. One v one. I think yeah, I think the last shot is is the cameraman on the video is just like <laughs> in his ass. I mean, like like he's just he's following him. He's like, I need. Let this. me get that last shot down the tunnel too. <laughs> no, dude, it's just like you get the pan shot, sure, but it's like no, we need to we need to keep going on this. Um, I mean, the, I the biggest surprise, the biggest surprise to me is he kept his socks on too. <laughs> I mean, I expect I expect him to go ev everything. You gotta get the whole kit. Can't just, yeah, can't just have the shorts like, and and the shirt. Did he have his boots on? Yeah, he's still. I'm pretty it sure he's like still. He yeah, he still on. got the cleats and the shin cards on. <laughs> <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> Dude, oh my god. Well, from from what from what uh, the Daily Mail, it's a bit of a. Trust it as much as you would, but um, I think he gave both the shirt and the shorts to the fans. So if you see some uh, some lusty Argonians out there um, looking for looking for some shorts, you know you know why. What are you Kovacic, doing? What have you started? What are you doing with those Honestly. shorts, man? Like, what are you like? Uh, I, I just get hope, the... I, I just hope they're getting washed before anything. <laughs> well, that's, that's a good point too. It's like match worn shirts. <laughs> You can like. There's very clearly a yeah. difference, you know. I would assume. shorts. What are you doing with those? Shorts? <laughs> just print the number on the shorts. <laughs> like, it's not like... like you wear those to the office the next day. What like? What are you doing? You putting them yeah, on the wall? Got, <laughs> yeah, has he got like bun bun writing on the inside? Like like I mean like how are you identifying that these are match worn shorts? You're walking into some guy's house. He's got a framed pair of shorts on his wall. You have no idea. <laughs> Kovacic like, handed me these and I, I ripped out his ear hair. <laughs> so you got, sure got you did, bud. Sure you did. <laughs> the wagon is on the way. Oh, <laughs> I get a I get a friend who's a Chelsea fan and this is probably him. So I'll reach out to him and ask him why he asked for shorts. Uh, and I'll hit him up. All right. Um, we'll uh, we'll uh, we've got a got a couple other things here, um, but for the sake of time. Um, I'm gonna cut these, uh, and we can we can maybe talk about these on a later later uh, date. I did want to do one quick uh, trivia fact for you guys, uh, and it was around uh, red cards. So the the um, the Premier League has the fifth lowest amount of red cards out of the out of the top leagues, um, and I was wondering. If you guys could rank me one to five, what you think the uh, what you think the um, top red cards being produced are right now? Hmm. You want to take this one first? And I want you to do this fully knowing that you guys have very. You're talking about like what what they're being given for, right? Correct. I just just number of red cards through match day 13 so all of these leagues have essentially the same amount of matches played who's got the most red cards 
Premier League has the lowest out of the top five leagues. I'm top five leagues are the the uh, German, the English league, the German league, the uh, French league, the Italian league. So you, and, you're uh, asking for for one through five leagues. One through five, okay. with Premier League being the five. I gave you, I gave you that one. Okay, okay. Um, you guys can geez. work on this together. This is going to be shots in the dark for me. I, I, I don't. You know. I, I think I think I got a pretty good guess at number one. I'd go with the Italian league. You're thinking Serie A? I think I think there's chaos going on down there. Could be, could be. Uh, okay. All right, all right. So I don't know any better. So I'll say Serie A could be one. Uh, I think uh, uh, here here I'll I'll I'll, get, I'll I'll help you out as you go along. Serie A is th- third. Really? Nineteen. Serie A is third with nineteen. Premier League is fifth with seven. Damn. So. Wow. Wow, it's gonna fourth be, it's, is not far. It's going to be what? some obscure league, isn't it? It's going to be some. No, like, it, it's all. It's top five. It's 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 top Liga, Liga, uh, Bundesliga, um, Liga, and Serie A are the four that you have to pick. Okay, so if it's not if it's not Serie A, I'm gonna say it's La Liga at number one. La Liga is second with. Oh. Interesting. IP. I, I, I have no knowledge of the French League, league uh, or or the Bundesliga. I, you know, if I had to guess, um, Germans, they're always following rules, the right? I, I think it's got to be the Bundesliga. The I think Germans they're, they're are fourth with 18. Oh, league, man. Uh, wow. League, uh, well, we failed this quiz. We did fail. <laughs> so, Liga is number one with 43. So it is wow. it goes 43 Liga. Are they playing with different 35. rules over there? Yeah, <laughs> 35 La Liga, 19 Serie A, 18 Bundesliga, and wow. 7. Premier They've Liga. got it by a, like, a, like a large a margin. Mile. A Jesus. mile. That's oh, insane. That's, and that's Adam PSG is producing a lot of those. Uh, How are they fielding teams down there? So it's it it says how many matches have been played. So it's 110. So that's pardon me some while quick I do math. some math. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's about a red card every two games. I mean, that's insane. That's nuts. That's insane. Which means I, I almost def- there almost definitely hasn't been one red card every two games. There's definitely been games with at least multiple red cards and multiple instances of it. So figure out what figure out what's going on. You know? <laughs> figure it out. What, what, what are you guys doing? Yeah, figure it out. <laughs> um, okay. Um, the last last item. Uh, I think we've had an absolute blast here. Uh, it's been good. I think it's been really a, good. This has been a great time. Uh, I am going to commit you guys. I'm feeling a lot. I'm feeling really good about our next segment um, because of how poorly you guys just did on that. <laughs> um, so we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do some pickums. So we're gonna we're gonna look at match day this fourteen. This is what we're here for. Uh, we're gonna look at match day fourteen, and we're gonna we're gonna mark down what everyone says for each of the games. So, um, Ted, would you mind writing down while we go through this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me pull that up real fast. 
Oh, man. And we are good to... You would want Harvey Elliott. I'm, I'm, I'm not... Oh, over. no. Harvey Elliott, really? He's 19, man. He's such a good attacking... He scored today against uh, Ajax. Nah, man. He's, yeah, but I'm saying that Liverpool, a top-four club, you can't be bringing on... You can't be bringing well, on Harvey Elliott. Well, if Navi wasn't made of glass, then sure, we'd have Navi Kato. Well, you got a couple players made of glass over there. Yeah. Tiago was out with an ear infection last week. I don't oh. know <laughs> Legitimately out with an ear infection. Yo, keep going. I'm writing. I'm writing down the uh, matchups real quick, and then we can uh, we can do this. All right, all right. You said you had a Yedlin jersey, right? Yeah, I got a Yedlin jersey. That's the one uh, U.S. player Newcastle signed, and uh, I was back when they were in the championship, and. Uh, you know, he, he signed, he he signed did, before the championship, though, I thought, right? He had, I think you're right, yeah. He had a, uh, maybe <laughs> one season in the Premier League before we went down. Yeah. And was uh, he signed, Did he sign for Tottenham after? Or did he sign for Tottenham? No, before? he was on Tottenham, and then we got him from Tottenham. Yeah, that's You right. know, I will say, you know, I, I meant to bring this up. Uh, the worst signing that we've made since I've been a fan, he's, he's been Jack Colbeck. And uh, he, he came from Sunderland. And uh, one, that's one of the reasons I hated him. And uh, <laughs> he, he performed so bad for us. I, I just cannot believe that Steve Bruce stuck with him out. I mean, he, he, part of the reason we went down to the championship because we were starting Jack Colback in, in the Premier League. Is Jack Colback, is he, is he at Nottingham Forest? Yeah, that's he right. He is yeah, at Nottingham. That's right. He made his return this season. And, yeah, I, and yeah. I, now I have to watch him again. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, right. I think you're. Right. I think you're. I, it, it's it's most people watch Sunderland till I die, and they were like, "Oh, this is really sad. This is really disheartening." Like, I I, I feel for this team. You're watching it with the most Schadenfreude out of anyone. You're like, you're laughing. <laughs> you're be, like, this is the best comedy I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say, you know, it's it's uh, it's too bad that there's no real teams close to us anymore. I mean, Sunderland and Newcastle were the two teams, and in the north of England, and and now we're trapped. I mean, there's no teams around us anymore. I, yeah, I, I actually don't know the closest getting, one. Middlesbrough? Middlesbrough might be getting relegated this season. They can't find a manager. They just signed, All right, we're good. They just signed Michael Carrick as the as the manager. Um, oh, so we'll see. We'll see how that ends up going. Yeah. Uh, a, a north northeast team with, uh, with a Man United manager is... Uh, is a pain in my ass, honestly. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna start off with uh, Foxes v Man City on Saturday. Ooh. All right, um, give score lines too. Um, okay, okay, I'm I'm going for uh, score lines. Oh boy! All right, I'm going for three one Man City. Okay, okay. Uh, I I'm going five nil to City. Wow! Wow! Ed, what are you thinking? I'm thinking. Dude, they have to get at least one. I yeah. mean, like Leicester's yeah. defense is terrible, but they're. I'm like, going. They're, I'm going four-one city. Four-one city. Yeah, I, I after I said the three-one, I was like, that's not enough goals. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's not yeah. all three to Holland, maybe. I don't know. It yeah, could be, scoring, man. It scoring, could be. All another one. Another hat trick. Right. Um, Castle Villa. Right. Newcastle Villa. Oh, Villa takes this one easy. 
<laughs> That's <laughs> right. Oh, with Unai now. Oh man. Grayson, will, what do we think? Uh, um, I'm gonna take uh, take Newcastle. I'm gonna take Newcastle one. Two one, two one. Newcastle two one. I don't know if Emery's gonna be in because of work permit stuff. If Emery was in, I would I would I'd honestly put this as a draw, but Pete, what are we thinking? Is it gonna be uh, like eight two castle? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're playing at home in front we of the front 10. of the home fans. <laughs> I think 10. I think two nil is a is a good result for two us nil. there. Two nil. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna be conservative here and say it's a. Uh, uh, you both went castle. You both went castle. <laughs> That's tempting. It's tempting. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to say one nil castle. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. You know, I love I love the confidence from you guys. Yeah. I yeah. That. I can't. I mean, we just got beat by y'all. I can't. I can't sit here and say you aren't good yet. Um, all right, so Bournemouth, Bournemouth Spurs. I'll, I'll lead off on this one. I think I'm gonna go two nil Spurs. Confident, okay. confident in that. Kulusevski okay. should be back. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Is he back? Oh, wait, that wait. That's a, that's a big game changer. If Kulusevski, yeah, he's he's. We really don't have a like a. <clears throat> A date on when he's coming back. I think it, it okay. may also be a hamstring issue. So he's uh, he's questionable. Yeah. More like looking. Uh, more like looking out. I don't know. I I think I'm going. Um, I think I'm going. Uh, oh. I'm going one one zero Spurs. I don't think they're. I don't think they're. Kulisevsky is not coming back. Born miss uh, caretaker manager bounce, I guess, is done. Is that a thing? <laughs> the honeymoon phase is over. <laughs> what do we think? No, I'm I'm looking at a three one Spurs victory. I like that. I think I think the goals are gonna be flowing this weekend. I like that a lot. You Everybody's are very <laughs> you are very optimistic <laughs> for, for, the, for the football Spurs is playing. <laughs> All right, all right. I like those lines. Uh, next, we got Palace v Southampton. Oh, this is such a good one. I like this game. This is a good one. Grayson, you want to lead us off? Yeah. Oh man, can I pass? No, I'll. Uh... <laughs> I can. I can uh, throw my guess into the ring. I. I think. You know, I was just. I was just touting how many goals are going to be scored, but I think nil nil. No, no. Oh, interesting. Nobody's going to be able to uh, take the bull by the horn, so to speak. I don't. I don't think there's going to be much going on in this game. Okay. I'm. I'm going for. Oh, I'm going for three two Palace. I'm wow. more. I'm more in that vein, to be honest. I'm going three two Palace. <laughs> I think Southampton has had a sneaky good season. But Palace is 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 they found their form last weekend. Now can they continue it is the question. But I, I, but we'll see. I I don't know. Southampton has been scoring goals in games that I really was not expecting them to. So I'm going. I'm going two one Palace. 
<clears throat> I think I think they uh, they're just such a wild card palace. You never really know what you're getting. They are. They are. <laughs> um. So we'll see. I have a hard time with that one. Uh, oh. Brighton Chelsea. This this game oh. is an interesting one. This is Ooh. a good one. Peter, you want to leave us off on this one? Yeah, I'm taking another draw here. I think I think it's going to be one one. One one. I think the return of Cucurella. It's. I think if the Brighton's going to be fired up. Graham Potter is going to be back. Oh, Graham Potter uh, pulled Cucurella off last time, last game they played because really? he was very unhappy. Supposedly, he was unhappy with the positional play. Well, I, I think Reese James is hurt now too. So they're they're uh, only they had right a now. third option like Ben Chilwell. <laughs> <laughs> if only. God, this, these small clubs don't have the funds to compete. <laughs> it's so tough. Oh man, uh, I'm going. Uh, now that all the I'm Russian going, money just dried up. <laughs> I am going two one Brighton. I think Leo Trossard like is going to pop off. This man has terrorized Liverpool. And I think he loves these, like, anti-hero type games. Yep. And I think I, I, I think he's I think he's going to pop off. So before he's off to Newcastle, he's going to get the win over, over Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say... I'm gonna say I'm kind of in, in Pete's court here. I think it's a one-one-one draw. Okay. Um. Yeah, it, it's a one-one draw, if not a nil-nil draw. So. I love that you went with all the nicknames in this, and that. <laughs> <laughs> it was it, I. It, I was focused on speed. Speed. I legitimately <laughs> had to look up who the bees were. <laughs> 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 Wait, what? Dude, huge, know, huge, huge bees. bees guy. <laughs> there are a lot of teams that have bees. Is that like? Did you know Watford are considered the bees? No, like, I did not Hornets, know that. The Hornets, the Hornets. They're the Hornets. That's uh, right. The Hornets. It's very different. It's very different. No, but it's like you have a moose in your crest. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you get the Hornets? Like, I get it. You're yellow, but like. Come where does the moose come from? Man? Like, <laughs> that's oh hilarious. Doesn't right. make sense. All so right, yeah, Brentford, we'll in, in reference to that, we got bees wolves. <laughs> oh man, bees wolves. Yeah, I'll, I'll go first on this one. I think, I think it's a two-one victory for the bees. For Brentford, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I. I can I I think uh one nil. One nil to the bees. I I have a ma- I have a big soft spot for Brentford. They are the one London club that I, I don't despise. <laughs> um, um I, I think uh I'm going to nothing Brentford. Although I think they are going to get scored on, they they start out so hot, they they are fading. We uh, love the bees on this pod. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. What's next? Next, we got Fulham Everton. I think this is a sneaky good game. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, Everton think... supposedly just hitting their stride coming oh, in. Oh man. Yep. I think yeah. this ends up 
being a, I think this ends up being a 1-1 one, one draw. 1-1. One, one. Okay. Okay. I think yeah, Everton I think... has I think Everton is really solid defensively. I think Fulham's been pulling out a lot, but um I think they've been pulling out a lot against teams that that try to play outside of their defensive capabilities and Everton definitely have not been doing that. So no, I think I think Everton's going to take this one three two. Three two. I think they're going to they're carry their momentum. Like they're going to get the, a late winner. I think I, breaking the home fans' hearts. So I'm going to say this is a three two victory for Fulham. I think Mitrovic okay. gets gets a brace here. Oh. No, I'll, and I'll put that. I'll, I'll put too. that. I'll put that on the on the prediction. I think you're right, though. It's going to be a sneaky good game. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. Yep, looking forward to there watching. Are, it. There are some really good games this weekend. Um, we can just skip over this next. <laughs> uh, does Does Arsenal continue? No, no, I, I thought we were talking about the Liverpool Leeds. Liverpool. Leeds. Oh no, that's no. We got we got a ways to go before. Oh no, my bad. I missed it. I missed it. We're right right here. I almost skipped uh, over it. <laughs> <laughs> See the thing is leads leads are like the most annoying freaking team man cuz it's like <laughs> Jesse Marsh can get them to play out of their socks against these top teams and then just struggle against these low the these That's crazy. lower down teams. I can think of yeah. another team that has that same problem. <laughs> I can think of another Watch team that has that exact same issue. <laughs> Some you might say this is the perfect matchup for Leeds. <laughs> I, think, I think Leeds are going to get an early goal here. I think this is probably going to be a 2-2 tie. I like or, that. Or 2-1 Liverpool. But Which one? Which one is, is it? <laughs> I think I'm, 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 I'm going to go 2-1 Liverpool. Uh, I, yeah. I can't bring myself to go go against the lads. But right. lead score first. Write down, but lead score first. Okay. I want an extra bonus with, point. With plot armor. <laughs> yeah, I want, the, I, I want the extra bonus point. <laughs> Pete, feel free to uh, add on a little hot take or, a, or a, uh, another like contingent, if you will, a, a contingency. Um, no, I think I, I'm pretty down on leads right now. I think Liverpool gets the, gets the dub 1-0. 1-0 I think win. they get a late goal. Late goal, yeah. Okay, okay. I am going to go out on a limb here. And I love say... that you gave us a clean sheet. I, I respect you oh, for yeah. that. Considering I, I, I don't think Leeds can do anything right now. I think Justin <laughs> March is gone within the Fortnite. So I'm oh, tempted. After this game. I'm tempted. Game. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to put Jesse Marsh on the streets after this game? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it is Liverpool. Liverpool How un-American of you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they put him on the street. And Aronson. Get Aronson <laughs> off of the team. I, I'm so down on Leeds right now. Dude, bring Aronson to Liverpool. I'll take him. Let him, uh, let him develop. Can, Fire Jesse Marsh. Hire, hire Jason Sudeikis. Put him, put him on the pitch. The yeah. Hey, yeah. We'll, see how, we'll see how that last match works out in real life. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go and say 2-1 Leeds. 
just oh, just to throw it out oh. there and see what happens. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I don't think this is out of the realm of possibility. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that's a that's a hot take. I think that could absolutely no. happen. They're it's gonna be. I'd like it to be for sure. They're gonna be up there. They're gonna be up for the up for the the, the challenge. And and honestly, I wouldn't pat, put it past you know Van Dyke and Bobby Firmino looking at leads and being like. We win this game, no problem. We don't even have to like, like we don't even have to run. <laughs> Respect of my boy Bobby. Name. What are you doing, dude? Keep 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 Romino's name out of your mouth. Milner's gonna like dig himself out of his grave, open his coffin, and make his way to the pitch. The dude is so old. <laughs> I'm the Undertaker meme. Oh, all right, Mary Kane's a young spry lad. Yeah, He's under thirty. Get out of my face. <laughs> All right, Arsenal Forest. Uh, yeah, I like this uh, game. I like this game a lot. Oh, they're gonna be high on that last performance too. See, the thing about uh, Forest, I, Forest, I firmly believe are gonna do way better in the second half of the season than the first half because they'll actually know each other's names. The chemistry. Like yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, like, I think I think Arsenal come out of this one, but I. I'm I'm pretty high on on Forest for the second half of the season. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go two o two o Arsenal. Yeah, I think I think the Gunners are gonna get it done. I don't think they'll keep a clean sheet though. I think uh, I mean, like you said, Forest is coming on. I think it's gonna be two one. I think it's gonna be a close game. Good game. I'm excited for this one. Uh, both of y'all are going Arsenal though, correct? Depends on who Steve Cooper Steve Cooper plays though. Isn't you know? he going? Like, he well, hasn't no, Steve had a set still lineup there. yet. They fired their You're recruit. Muted. Yeah, Ted. I think you muted. Apologies. How we're missing. We're How missing all of your hot takes right How now. How long have I been muted? <laughs> Hopefully, I haven't been muted that long. Um, but my point I is, I think you've only been muted for like the last five minutes. Yeah. Uh, so the the worst <laughs> part about that is it's gonna it's gonna record all of my takes while I was muted, and you just guys aren't gonna hear them. So like those are gonna no, be I on the recording. I, I, <laughs> Um, but anyway, my I I think, yeah, I don't know. This is a tough one. I obviously I want Forrest to win this one, but I think commit to it, commit to it, pussy. You won't. I think coming off a draw, <laughs> Arsenal's probably going to try to right the ship, uh, and I think it's going to be. I I think this could be four one Arsenal. I really do. Ooh, oh man, I really wow. do. I, you just want a you just want a bigger scoreline than you should take that slide down. Yeah. You got to take that flag down behind I, you man, there. Man, they're top of the table. Look, I, I could be biased. Gunners, I can uh, shut the hell up. Like, that is that is blasphemy. I can't even believe this. Forrest is coming off a, a win against, well, granted, a top eight club now, I think. But still. Ted, Ted when you lose Pickums uh, this season, we'll buy you an Arsenal jersey. Dude, I, I make it a it's a hobby of mine to lose Pickums. That's Pete. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, no, I I think I think they slap Forrest around. I think uh, unless I, I I'm excited for this game and I hope they prove me wrong. But Arsenal coming off a draw and dropping points, it, I just don't see it happening. Yeah. Okay. Um, that takes us to Man U West Ham. The final game. I I am gonna go. I am gonna go t- 
2-2. I'm going to go 2-1 West Ham. I'm going to go 2-1 West Ham. I'm going to commit with my gut. Yeah. I, wow. I, I, think, I think it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be tough for, for West Ham to hold them to one goal, but... I think uh, I think Skamaka is is a good talent, and I think Rafael Varane being injured um, and being out until the World Cup slash through it uh, means our boy Maguire might be coming out, uh, <laughs> the legend himself. Uh, so unless they start Lindelof, if oh my god, either way the memes are going to be <laughs> rampant because it's like if you start Lindelof over uh, Maguire. Scenes, Dude, absolute scenes. Maguire memes Maguire are my favorite. Up, which you will. <laughs> oh my god. Maguire memes are are so good. So uh, they're high. Good. They're, yeah, bu- <laughs> I'm buying high. I don't care. They're gonna continue to go up. Yeah. yeah. Pete, Pete, what do you got for this one? I I was gonna go two two. I think uh, I think man, you are still gonna struggle. I think that's a reasonable take. But I also think that people are people are high on West Ham right now because they beat the Cherries. And I think that's foolish. I think that's uh, foolish. Uh, so so I'm going to sit here and tell you that this is going to be a 3-1 Man U victory. Wow. Uh, all right. And you think, you think Ronaldo gets onto the pitch, Ted? I, I don't. I don't think Ronaldo gets onto the pitch. I Actually, for a bonus point, I will say, yeah. I, I take that back. I take that back. I've been reading up on the situation, and, and despite him leaving the game against Spurs early, like literally just got up and was like, oh, you're not playing me? I'm out. Peace. Walks no, he denied going onto the field. He said... Oh, you're right. You're right. You're exactly right. He, he said, no, I'm not doing it. I need to go take a shit, and he left. Yeah. It's not actually ridiculous. But he left ridiculous um yeah i don't know i don't know what happens there uh apparently they're trying to mend the bridge and i i don't know if that's possible i i could see him on the field today uh, in this game i could well i don't think he starts i don't think he starts i think he comes on here i'll say this i'll say second half so second half sub okay okay i don't think he's making it on i don't think he's making it back on till Ever. Ever? Give Pete the bonus point for that one. Put it on there. Yeah. Okay. There yeah. For a, for a bonus point for Pete. No Ronaldo. <laughs> All right. We uh, we have our pickums. We have our episode. Um, I think I think we're ready to ready to close this one out, Ted. If, uh, All right. Yeah. Yeah. On. Yeah. You can uh, if you know if you enjoyed this. We're doing this every week around Tuesday or Wednesday. We're not really. It's kind of a fluid schedule in terms of that, but it's either Tuesday or Wednesday at this point. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Budenharth. You can find the Discord. Come and chat with us. You know we're, you know we're always down for the for the soccer chat. Where that's why we do this. Um, you can find us there at the Budenharth podcast, um, and then on Twitch we are also going to be typically streaming these. We didn't do it today, but we will. Um, once we get more in a rhythm and you can find us on Twitch at Boot and Hearth as well, um, as well as uh, Suave IV at, the, at this moment. Um, so just look up either of those and you'll find these 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 uh, VODs and also uh, the live broadcasts. Um, and, and typically we're going to have, you know, we love having Pete on here. This has been great. We're also going to try to have, you know, fans of other teams on here as well and just kind of rotate through that just so we can generate as many as many takes as we can and get it a very diverse uh, kind of, kind of a 
group of opinions in here because it just generates better conversation, frankly. Um, and, you know, we get to see, you know, beautiful face of Pete here. So that's always a plus. And, we, you know, we'll, 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 we'll keep rotating in and out. Um, but that's going to do it for this pod. I think this was obviously, I think this is one of the best. A lot of laughter, a lot of good takes. And uh, hopefully we can we can use this as a bar going forward. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, thank you, Pete. Thank you, Ted. Uh, and uh, we'll talk to you all later. Uh, have a good night, everyone. Bye. Right. Catch us next week. Peace.